Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. We celebrated our sixth anniversary this year, and last night I got a text from Grant saying, I got you guys gifts, and I went, I didn't get you guys Jack Johnny Canuck squash shit. (laughs) I didn't mean to get you guys gifts, but um, these things kind of just happened, Yeah, and they almost sum up the show in our six years. So Okay. All right. So Grant is presenting us with uh, a gift. And uh, Jimmy brought beer in. This Lachlan. Oh wow! (laughs) (laughs) Bike lives matter. Bike lives matter. (laughs) Bike lives matter. Uh, a t-shirt I found. Oh my god, are you Some kidding of your me? love affair with the bike lanes in Edmonton. <laughs> I will wear this with pride. <laughs> and Jimmy, this one actually came, so Michaela's grandma will from time to time yes. send us care packages awesome. with just a bunch of random stuff for the kids really? and everything. And in it, she sent this bag. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> I don't wear socks that big. She just sent us a bag of black socks, and I was like, these are Jimmy's. <laughs> I don't wear this. I wear ankle socks. <laughs> these are like long johns. <laughs> You're stocked up for winter now. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Thank you, Grant. No problem. Okay, all right. Here we go. Cheers. Happy anniversary, boys. We're celebrating at JT's on um, on Sunday. Come join us. We'll be there after the Lawn Darts Tournament. You don't even have to take part in the Lawn Darts Tournament to, to come celebrate with us. Are you Just allowed have- to drink uh, Budweiser because uh, you're only doing the uh, diet beers? It's a cheat day. It's a cheat day. It's a cheat day. <laughs> and now, here's a Jimmy Rage Free August update. We decided at the beginning of the month, so earlier this week, that we wanted to see if we could we could put Jimmy through a month of not flipping out on us. Yes. Okay? Um, if you're being honest with yourself, you probably have an issue. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> Alright. And it's pretty commonplace. I would say 75% of the time that we go out and there's alcohol involved, you lose your shit at least at least once in, in a night. And it's not always at us. It's it could sometimes be a, it's a server. Yeah, it could be whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that that's an unreasonable... I think 75 is a little heavy, but... Yeah, yeah. 73. <laughs> All right, we'll give you that. We'll give you that. So, 
what we're doing is we got we got some incentive, right? Yeah. We added to this a reward. If he actually completes the task of not flipping out through the month of August, he gets to go to a rage room. We're gonna and we're paying for it. We're paying for it. We're gonna send it to a rage <laughs> yeah. room. You guys are paying for it. If he doesn't succeed and he fails, um, he has to go to counseling, anger management. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll keep you posted on it. Now, yesterday Jimmy was quite upset because Grant messed with his Facebook. <laughs> put on what did you put on his I timeline? Just, I thought maybe Jimmy would like to get some texts from people. So I just put I lost all of my contacts. If you have my number, please text me with your name. <laughs> Did anyone text you? Yeah. No, I was just going to post something on my Facebook, and I'm like, what the? He was getting texts while we were at JT's <laughs> dropping off the, the prize, because I, I could see them coming in, and, and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And he, because I wanted to see so, if he would, and he goes, oh, people are just saying hi. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple, and I thought it was just. He just thought people were being nice. Yeah. I was getting Facebook messages. I wasn't getting texts. Okay. Anyway. Same thing. Same thing. So here's the thing. Jimmy's like, you guys can't mess with me. And I was thinking about this yesterday. All day yesterday, I was like, that's not how this works. We get to be ourselves. Yeah, we're going to be ourselves. uh... We get to, like, if you're in the military, right? Like, if you're training to be a Navy SEAL. What are they going to just leave you alone and let you live your life? No, they're going to put you through a series of tests. I'm not a to Navy see, SEAL. To see I'm a your... radio guy that works with two a holes. But this that's is just your it. Navy this... SEAL training. Yes, to become a better person. This is you what come this out is the other about. Side a better person. If we if we don't mess with you, then what, what's the point of what doing have you this? Learned? Yeah, exactly. We have to continue. To be the same raging dicks around you that we always are mm. and give you the opportunity to prove to us that you can accomplish this goal. For your betterment. Yes. Jason says, no, you can't mess with them. That's Oh, come on. <sighs> no. And he's usually against me. We're not going out of our way. We're just being ourselves. Grant, you have to get, you know what I mean? We yeah. ran a best of clip in the 5 a.m. hour about Grant, and this wasn't long ago, signing you up for an MLM. Yes. Yeah, I but I was doing was. you a favor. I was doing the show a favor out in the hallway dealing with something when he messed with my computer. You know, so those are always was, a team effort because I always run it by lock, and then he says yes or no. Oh, I totally agree. <laughs> I say I had this idea. Then I'm going to stop doing stuff in the uh, during the show. You could just lock your computer. You. <laughs> you could lock it like Grant does. Yeah, because Grant is terrible. I lock it every time I leave. <laughs> All right, just I think you need to keep your head on a swivel there. I'm going to start carrying, especially with all the the listeners this weekend at the lawn darts tournament. Oh yeah, and that's people fair are game. planning on messing with you. Fair game. The listeners are allowed to mess with yeah. you too this weekend. It's going to be a great Sunday. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's the first thing you would like to hear from your husband or wife when you get home from a long day at work? <laughs> it could get some people in trouble. <laughs> Let us know if you need us to use your name or not, or if we shouldn't. Yeah, we can keep you anonymous if you'd like. I have some thoughts. <laughs> Do you? 
get in here is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just a yell from the bedroom. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mine's out of the way. The locker room topic of the day. What's the first thing you want to hear from your husband or your wife when you get home from a long day at work? Steven said he would like to hear. Here's a beer, babe. Sit down. Relax a while. I wouldn't hate that either. <laughs> he said it's not going to happen. No. And I said, maybe she just doesn't know that's what you want to hear. And he said, oh, no, she knows. She, she knows. <laughs> maybe you should tell her. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Soup can. What's the first thing you want to hear from your wife when you get home from a long day at work? <laughs> hey, honey, I invited your girlfriend over for some dinner and a threesome. <laughs> Not be abused. The locker room topic of the day. What's the first thing you would like to hear from your husband or your wife when you get home from a long day at work? Tom said nothing. Leave me alone to watch Jerry Springer. <laughs> so he could just walk in the door, just wind down, kick show. off his boots, and throw on Jerry Springer. How is that relaxing? <laughs> I can't watch that show and not be stressed out. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's the one thing you'd like to hear from your wife, Ashley, Linz, when you get home from a long day at work? I've asked her in the past to tell me nice fairy tales. They don't even have to be true. Things like um, her entire family gets kidnapped by an uncontactable tribe <laughs> in the rainforest and they're never coming back. <laughs> It, it calms me right down. So you just, just little things like that. You just want her to take you to, away to a fairy tale for a while, hey? Yeah, just like a little bedtime story almost. <laughs> like, you know, everything's going to be okay now. The locker room topic of the day. What's the first thing you would like to hear from your husband or wife when you get home from a long day at work? Kane said he'd like to walk in the door and have his wife say, the kids are moving out. <laughs> the house is ours. Aren't the kids quite young? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even know if Kane had kids. <laughs> I think they're really young. Like they're like seven and nine or something like that. The locker room topic of the day. What would you like your husband or your wife to say to you the first thing when you walk through the door after a long day at work? Well, Christy and you are on the same page because Christy said she would love to hear, I'll meet you in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, he uh, wants a stiff Jack and Coke and his wife to say, honey, go put your feet up and watch one of your shows while I make you a steak dinner. That's a good, yeah, I don't hate that. <laughs> I'd probably get a beer instead of a Jack and Coke, but all right. Have we been misogynist enough? I think so, yeah. Okay. The women weighed in, though. Yeah, Christy got in yeah, on it. there we go. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We've talked about this multiple times, usually in the context of your social media and, and your presence there, right? Yeah. This is a little bit more involved, and it deals with a survey, and they did the survey outside of Canada as well, but Canadians were were thrown into the mix. So it was, a, I think, 11 different countries. Canada was one of them um, that they, they asked this question. And Canadians are up there on the, on the top of the list as to um, their dissatisfaction with being on the Internet. Yes, right. so, so more than a third of Canadians, I think it was 36% of Canadians, would delete themselves from the internet if they could. Can you, like, can you ever really get, I know it's on, what, what Jimmy I, was saying, it's on TV shows and stuff, but. What I looked up, I just did a quick Google, can you delete yourself from the internet, it said it's 
pretty much impossible at this point to delete all your info from the internet, but you can minimize your presence. Yeah. Um, so they said, like, you can, you know, do some things to get rid of it. In Canada specifically, they actually made a law saying that Google was violating privacy laws, so you can get articles about yourself removed now from Google. Oh, really? In Canada. Yeah. Okay. So if you search your name, Lachlan Cross, and there's something that pops up, you know, local man wins whatever content, whatever you don't want on there. Yeah. Um, you can actually request Google to remove that from your search now. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. There's also companies out there that that actually you can pay to help clear up your your reputation on the internet. I've yeah. seen the ads, right? It, so who knows? Did you, I, I think you can do this with, I think it's Google. You can request like what data they have stored on you. So you can go onto certain websites and be like, to Google, be like, I would like to see everything you have stored on me. And they'll send you, they have to send you everything. Really? Yeah. The websites you've been to, your movements that they've tracked. Yeah. Huh. I've thought about it, but I'm like, that sounds terrifying. Do I don't I want to open yeah. Pandora's box? <laughs> I don't know if I want that. I might want to bury my head in the sand on this one. I think we do take ourselves a bit too serious, right? Like when it comes yeah. to this, I, I think I'll have the odd conversation with somebody that goes, you know, I don't want that company tracking me. And I'm like, mm. they used to, they but, used to put but everybody's think- name and address in a phone book and deliver it to every True. home in every city, <laughs> yeah. but in, in every country of the world. True. Right? But in that same article, 60% of the people want their financial information taken off, so their banking yeah. information, yeah. their social insurance yeah, no, I, number, I get their, that. their credit scores. Because if... I you don't try. think this is all about just embarrassing no. photos, no. though, too, it's right? financial information. Yeah. They like said the employment your, history. Your, yeah. your kids, yeah. your How parents. can you lie in your resume anymore? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> they can just search it. <laughs> <laughs> they just look at your Facebook. <laughs> yeah. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. It's a, a pretty big weekend for us here as we celebrate the locker room six years as a show on cruise. It has been a great and interesting six years together. Six years of bike lane rants. Six years of trying to convince Jimmy to let a doctor check his shunt out. Six years of mispronouncing names during the news. Six years of updates about every single trip Locker has made to the washroom. <laughs> Six years of Jimmy signing up for scams and then threatening to stab us when we tell him that it's a scam. We've also gone through a lot of changes together as a show in our six years. I got married, bought a house, filled it with kids and a dog. Locker switched from Budweiser to Bud Light. <laughs> and Jimmy sometimes uses his left hand now. We've all grown. You may not be able to tell how much we've actually aged in our six years together, mostly because like a middle-aged woman on a dating app, we still use photos from years ago on all our billboards. (laughs) But there's been plenty of milestones in our six years. Locker celebrated his 50th birthday on this show, and Jimmy is now approaching middle-aged. It's been a great six years 
And I really hope the shunt holds out for another six. That would be awesome. The Grant Report is brought to you by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. To celebrate the locker room six years, we're also hosting our own version of a lawn darts tournament. You can fill in the blanks. Book today at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I want people to know that this is a CO2 shortage that's largely hitting U.S. breweries right now. But with supply chain issues over the last couple of years, I would not be surprised if this is something that we start having to deal with here in Canada. And what they're saying is it's, it's impacting the smaller breweries, the craft beers and stuff, because... Like Budweiser, for example, they said has the technology to siphon off gas during the fermentation of the beer. But smaller companies... They have to purchase it. They have to purchase carbon dioxide and uh, CO2. And uh, there's a shortage. Look that at you, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, the alarm was a little aggressive. <laughs> a little I'm sorry. Aggressive. <laughs> Jimmy said this yesterday when we were talking about this. Yeah. He said, I think the breweries can create, the, in the process, there's a CO2 that's created yeah, in the brewing they, process. But they need like pretty advanced technology to use that in their beer. Good for you. You Which, said something smart. You know, craft, craft hey, breweries I, can't afford right, once in a while. So we yeah. might have an abundance of bud. Budweiser, but, but uh, the smaller breweries we're going to lose for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and like darn. I said, this is an issue in the states right now, not in Canada. Uh, thank God. Yeah. But we'll definitely be keeping an eye on this and keeping you up to date on any developments yeah. we have in the potential CO two shortage. That if I could, if I would have known this, I wouldn't have brought you guys Bud this morning. Why? Because you said it's because it's not going to affect Bud. So I should I should have kept the bud for me and brought you beer that you know I might not be able to. I don't know like how you your would, head works sometimes, but you would be treating us to a craft beer. Is that what you're I'm saying? I'm not exactly sure what he was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I was going. Yes. Something that wasn't bud, so I wouldn't deplete my own reserve. I'm surprised you bought Budweiser. The liquor I thought you were store. a Pilsner man now. The yeah, li- yeah, you're a pill guy now. The, what was with the Bud? The liquor store I was at, they didn't have pill, and the only beer I drank that I could reach was Bud. <laughs> you're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This is very American, so you guys might not get it. But uh, this was this was trending yesterday. I'm going to play it, and I'm going to see if you can, guys can guess who this is. There's think never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He's a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost (laughs) Is it? No, it's no, it reminds me of the guy that narrates in like the the elf movie. (laughs) Like when they're telling like the Christmas story or it does. That's that's Bob Newhart. Okay, who's chairing the um, January sixth committee? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's her dad. Romney? Dick. Old Dick Cheney. Oh, that's Dick Cheney. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the guy a pretty... who committed war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's got an ad out right now supporting his daughter because oh, yeah, she's cause... in a race in a primary that she's apparently behind in, in the polls. I don't know a lot about it, but that ad has gone viral. It's just him... In like on his ranch, 
uh, with a cowboy hat on. Yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, you watch that Dick Cheney movie, right? I did, yeah. Who played him again? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Vice, yeah. it was called. That was a really good movie. That was a really yeah. good movie. And um, if you watch that movie, if you listen back to a clip from the Vice movie yeah. and then play this, they're like, he did a really good job of not just, he had the bodysuit and everything and crazy. all that. Well, he gained a whole bunch of weight he, for it. Uh, did he had no prosthetics? Uh, he probably had some, but I know he did gain. I know yeah. he did gain a bunch of weight, but, uh, but he even had that voice down. Yeah. Yeah. When I watched that last night, I I was thinking to myself, man, it'll never happen, but they got to put Dick Cheney and Donald Trump in a ring. <laughs> like, let them fight it out. Like They could pick whatever substance they want or just do traditional, like, I don't know, like the old octagon. Yeah. And have those two old dicks fight. I'd watch it. To uh, the death. Old I, think, I think it should be like a gladiator fight, like with swords and shields. and Just put a bunch of weapons in there oh, yeah. and just like, yeah, throw them in there and in there. We should talk to Massive Damage about that, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the double knee brace champion. See if you can put something together. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Saw this survey. It said one in three people would burn down their house if there was like a serious infestation of bugs in their home. <laughs> yeah, one in three said, I'd just burn it all down. Yeah. I don't blame them. I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the bug thing either. Um, so, yeah, that did not surprise me at all. There was a mouse running around outside our house last night, and I was considering using fire. <laughs> I hate you, mice. You, oh, you hate I mice hate as much mice. as I hate mice. Yeah. I think I hate mice more than I hate bugs. Yeah, me although, too. Although, if you had cockroaches in your house. Yeah, I have a cockroach story oof. for you. So, one of the first apartments that my wife and I moved into together when we first met was on Davie Street in Vancouver. Yeah. And it was in... Um, it, the the apartment building was a little bit older and it was it didn't get a lot of sunlight it was kind of dark and and it was always damp like that was one thing i remembered about it it was always damp i was always cold yeah um and we had a ground floor level apartment and i started seeing cockroaches <sighs> like and big ones dude like the, the ones from like men in black well you could hear them you could hear them running across the linoleum in the kitchen every once in a while. Ugh. And like when I say big, I mean they were they were like loony size, quarter size. Yeah. They were huge. I mean, down in in parts around other parts around the world, I think they get a lot bigger, but I was kind of shocked by how big they were. And it, it got to a point where I remember talking to the the land the landlady. She lived on our floor. Yeah. And I said I, I'm I'm seeing a lot of cockroaches, and she goes, you know what? You're not the only one. There's been a couple of complaints on your in your area, right? And um, a couple of days later, I was coming into work, and there was a bit of commotion, and something was happening. Um, you could tell that there was an ambulance outside. Yeah, there was a situation, and I come in and I ask somebody, I'm like, what's going on? And uh, she says, the, the, the one person told me, I said, somebody died. And uh, the lady above us had died and been up there for a couple of days. Ooh. But I think she might have had like a demand, like some sort of issue. Some right? dementia or something? Some dementia or something. I don't know a lot. I never knew the woman or anything like that. But 
um, she wasn't really taking care of the apartment. And they went in there, and it was infested with cockroaches. So it so was. So they were trickling down to your place. Yes, and in and in and around that area, because like, we were below her yeah. and just over a couple of apartments, right? So they brought this um, this bug company in, like a spray company, and they came in and they they set up a day, a couple of days later, to spray everybody on that section. And we have this old, we have this old. I don't know what the hell it is. It's a trunk, but it, it's like from not, it's from the early 1900s, and I got it from my grandmother. Yeah. We use it as a coffee table in the in the in the uh, the TV room oh, downstairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen it, and it's got some like old metal br- like brass buckles on it. It's really cool. It's a mm-hmm. nice little piece, but it's made from like pressed. Like paper, almost okay. right. Like it's it's very durable, and it's got horse hair um, handles on it. Cool. It's it's a really cool piece. Anyway, they came. We keep uh, our wrapping paper and stuff in it for presents. Yeah, and they sprayed the whole apartment. If you go, if you go into that that trunk, like I said, it's a hundred years old. It's it's over a hundred years old, and you get your head in there. You can still smell that spray. It's a cheap high. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, what year would have that have been? That was 1992 that we lived in that apartment? Wow. So it's been, yeah. How many years is that now? That's like 30 years. 30 years. So 30 years ago. And you can still kind of smell that smell from that, from that cockroach spray <laughs> that they came in. Oh my you god! It was, use the it was powerful awful. stuff. Because what's what is it that they say? If you see one cockroach, there's a thousand more. Is that the same? I, that's what I think. They, they well, claim. they were all in that that old bird's apartment. Yeah, and she and I, I wonder if they ate her. Like when she dropped down, <laughs> do cockroaches eat you? I don't know. <laughs> If anybody has any bug stories, text them to us. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Cockroaches eat you? Like when you die? Do you, I gotta Google it. Didn't that guy, the guy that was the trauma site cleanup guy, didn't he say? No, 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 no he didn't say oh. that. He just said there was bugs. Okay. Um. So he was saying, this is Ryan McQueen. He used to work for a trauma scene cleanup company. Um, this woman had been dead on her uh, couch for three weeks, and he had to go and clean it. But he said there was uh, how they found her was the neighbor was complaining about bugs and had called an exterminator. I think they lived in like a duplex or something. Yeah, yeah. Shared a wall, and uh, and the exterminator went in there and said, "You better call the police because." Somebody's dead next door. Surprising that it was the bugs that were the first warning and not the smell. Because a dead body can really... You would think three weeks, yeah. But, yeah. but not only that, like she was using the toilets as a toilet and so she, and she was also using the bathtub as a toilet. I'm glad you added that to the whole the old, story. Thank you. No, don't, no, just just adding like the the smell. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, and I just Googled it and said cockroaches um, have been recorded to eat human flesh of both the living and the see, dead. I, I thought there was something about cockroaches chewing on you. 
for sure. Yeah. Don't eat anything. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Are you calling with a bug story? Yeah. I lived in Vancouver like you did, Locke, and I worked on the waterfront and the restaurant was infested with cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. What what uh, uh, restaurant did you work at? They're not there anywhere. It was called Foresters. Okay, I worked at the cannery on the waterfront, and I remember there was constant issues with with uh, keeping that place clean because it, it it was so damp, right, all the time, and you're just off the water. And yeah, it was a great restaurant, but in the back, it was it was not an abnormal day to see something that you wouldn't want to no. tell the customers about. God no. <laughs> thing I learned about cockroaches, they said never step on them when you see them. Never kill one by stepping on it. Okay, why is that? Because you can't tell the difference between the males and the females. If you step on a female, you can actually take the eggs home with you and they'll hatch at your house. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. That's good advice. Thank you. What's your name? Tony. Did you know that? I, I had no idea, no. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, you know what I've been terrified of is bed bugs. Like buying really? clothes from thrift shops and stuff. Yeah. That can, they can transfer on that. That's so. how I got ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> 957 Cruise FM. Classic rock with more variety. I did not get ringworm. It was in a sensitive area, too. Should buy used underwear. That's all I'll say about that. Another moment with Dr. Locke. So, this particular snack is actually supposed to be good to reduce your risk of heart attack and stroke by 13%, which is pretty high. We've been doing a 20 year study with 25,000 participants in Europe. And they said, uh, it's a banana. Bananas. Are you a banana guy? Uh, not really, no. See, I, I crush I, bananas. I used to bring one in every morning. And every morning I'd be like, I don't really like this, but I'd eat it. And I like them. I put them in. I usually have a smoothie in the morning and I'll have well, bananas in my smoothie. Well, that, that counts. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So I'm a banana guy. Jimmy, I don't really no, see... No, I'm not really a banana guy. Do you eat anything that grows out of the ground? Does beer... A beer grows out of the ground. Hops. Hops and barley. No, seriously. No, do I you- eat vegetables and fruit. Uh, not as not as much fresh fruit. I do frozen or canned, <laughs> but... The reason I do... It's better fro- for you, the canned stuff. <laughs> no, but the reason I do frozen or canned, because... If you buy it, you can't go to the store and buy one banana or a handful of grapes. You can take, like, you can buy one banana. You just rip it off the thing. It doesn't matter. You can buy as many bananas as you want. Because because the thing is, is if I buy a bunch of bananas, I'm throwing out half of them. Because I I eat a banana every day. Uh, We have them all the time. Well, once they start to go bad, you just throw them in the freezer and then... Where you go. You make banana bread. Get down of sadness, banana bread. What could go do wrong? That in the instant pot for sure. I don't. My wife, eat. my wife's banana bread is wicked. Is it? Yeah, it's very. Oh well, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, in. I have yeah. it all the time. Every yeah. time we travel, she brings she, it. I, in. I, I, that's a thing with her. Every yeah. time we go anywhere, she always like bring, I, brings us all the banana bread. I love her banana bread, but I do like my mom's better. Okay, all right. I'll let you tell. You're me cut that. off. No, yeah. that's why I was looking at the clock. She shouldn't be listening right now. She's. You know, it's funny. Is bananas are the one thing for my for my years of working in the grocery store. It's the one number I will never forget when you go to this the checkout. Let me see if I can guess. Twelve twenty two. No. One twenty one. No. Is it three three digits? It's four. Uh, thirty nine sixty nine. Forty eleven. Forty eleven. Is it the same uh, number everywhere? Everywhere, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? I didn't know that was uh, that was a universal thing. I thought it was just at. St- well, all bananas are made by the same 
come. Like they all come from the same. But company. Safeway and all the other yeah, Sobeys, they all use forty eleven from the company that's on the banana. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. It's the only like thing I can go to the checkout, self checkout. Done forty eleven. Yeah, don't have to look it up. Next time I go buy bananas, I'm taking Grant. <laughs> The City of Edmonton is committed to its ongoing effort to keep you informed on your mosquito abatement program progress. While some may see the introduction of a new species of disease-carrying mosquito as a complete and utter failure in the program, we now will welcome the opportunity to house our new little friends as a free food source for all the bats we're buying. This is a cost savings win for taxpayers. Program officials, in partnership with Edmonton's 311 Mosquito Reporting System, have narrowed down the source of the new species to a stagnant Mr. Turtle Pool on Terry from Clairview's front lawn. Bylaw officers have issued firm warnings to have this source eliminated, or they may be forced to issue another stern, firm warning. We want to reassure Edmontonians this was entirely your fault and completely preventable and would not have occurred if our hands-off instructions were followed properly. We're counting on you, Edmonton. You're all in this together. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We're phoning your friend and ours. Massive damage from Monster Pro Wrestling. Hello there. You know what, Jimmy or Giant Peter, whatever you guys call it's him. Giant Jim. <laughs> you get my name wrong. Even Massive gets my name wrong. Uh, Giant Peter. You know, he doesn't even know what belt you have. I said, oh, Massive Damage. He's the heavyweight champ, right? And Jimmy went, uh. No, he's, uh, he's not the uh, heavyweight, but it's just he's got two belts. And I can't. Re- I think he's the. Pro- you're the provincial champ, right? you have the intergender right? one now? No, I still I'm have the, the intergender one. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that one. I. I know. Uh, I'm very comfortable with who I am. I am the <laughs> Monster Pro Wrestling provincial champion. Okay. And uh, Rath and I are also the tag team champions in Best Entertainment Wrestling, which runs out of Saskatchewan. All right. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Good for you. I. I was suggesting you were the double knee brace uh, world <laughs> champion too. That's going to be next year. I'd probably uh, a couple shoulder braces, possibly a neck brace. God, if I got to look at you, Lock, I'm going to need some sunglasses. <laughs> All right. Give us a rundown, massive, on tomorrow's event. This is an outdoor event, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's really exciting. We have a, a kid that uh, trained here four years ago and returned. Is uh, he goes by Lil Blaze, a little rapper, but he's been in Mexico for the last year. So that's uh, that's going to be my opponent, and I know I'm in for I know I'm in for a fight because I know this kid's been wrestling full time almost for a in year Mexico now. too, getting and trained Mexico, by the luchadors. <laughs> yeah, and he's quick and he's fast, and I'm sure. Uh, uh, Jimmy the Giant there will tell you the same thing that he's uh, he's pretty incredible. I got to mess, mess up his name too. If you guys are gonna, uh, Rath is taking on 35 year wrestling vet Steve Wild. Okay, he was uh, Can Am wrestling champion for four years, I do believe. They're incredible. And then of course Jimmy and his crew. I don't know how he does this. He gets tag title shots and title shots all the time. There's hey. so many more deserving people, but his uh, Carnival of Chaos are taking on the Stingers, who got a lucky kind of a screwy victory last month over the okay. one half of the stingers. He's getting so better get, at get getting he's getting better at getting in and out of the ring too. Every time yeah, I see a video. Falls anymore. He's, he's pretty amazing. There you go. Is this event rain or shine? 
It's, uh, it looks like it's going to be good. If it does rain nice. and it's ridiculous, we could go inside of the hall. But it, looks, it says it's going to be dry and cloudy tomorrow, so 23 degrees. So it looks like a good go for us. Massive damage. We're very excited yeah. about the event tomorrow at the um, Alberta, Alberta Avenue Community Hall in the garden, in the back, outdoors. The Monster Dome. And <laughs> the what, monster ti- dome. And what time are it. gates? Uh, what time's gates? It's yeah. going to be... Uh, gates are one, and the show starts at two this time. Nice work. Okay, excellent. And where should we send anybody if they're looking for information? You guys have a, that, like a Facebook tickets. page, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can go on Facebook and get a hold of us there, or, or our, our uh, uh, email is mpwrestlingevents at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.